Today's big, huge, mega episode of Not That Great with Camille McMullen and sometimes friends. Today, definitely friends. Can be found on SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts. There's one more. Why am I forgetting one more? SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn Radio. Oh, and Stitcher. Uh, so wherever you find your podcasts, except for Spotify for some reason. I don't know why they're not feeling my stuff yet. Um, but you can't find it there. But you can find it on all the other uh, platforms I named. And you can find me on social media at NotThatGreatPod. That's at NotThatGreatPod on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, first up today, Oscars conversation. The quest was completed by me, my wife, Lauren Doust, and Laura Butler. I have the those two ladies on today, Lauren and Laura, and we're going to talk about everything Oscars related from last night. And then me and Brian Goodwin, friend of the show, he will he and I will be uh, making our reveal for the fortunate but untalented Trump Cup 2018, which is going to be our March Madness tribute uh, during the month of March. Uh, we've got 128 fortunate but untalented folks that we're going to tell you all their names, what groups they're in how they will advance, and how you can participate. And that's all coming up today. So, like I said, big, big show. 90 minutes of Not That Great. Take it for a whole week. You know what I mean? Don't just, don't sit aside today and just be like, you know what, I'm going to put 90 minutes into this right now. Because it can't be done. You can't talk, listen to me talk for 90 minutes. I wouldn't want you to. So, take it in pieces. You know what I mean? We've been kind of been doing two shows a week for the past few weeks. So, I'm just going to do one this week. No Thursday this week. We are gonna. I am gonna move to Thursdays uh, in the future, um, but for now we're just gonna do Mondays. But stuff keeps happening on Sundays, you know. So Sunday, I'm not gonna wait until Thursday to talk about the Oscars. The Oscars are hot right now, son. And then WrestleMania coming up. I can't do a Thursday post WrestleMania show. Too much time has elapsed, and then even less of you will care about WrestleMania. So I gotta get strike while the iron's hot. So it's Oscars, fortunate but untalented. That's what we're doing today. It's a big episode. And Moose is in the house. Let's go. Make it a double. I can take it another. Get so hard to chase it. Live up to. Yeah, it slides away when you're running. Like my Uncle David. Who never lived to escape it. The trouble you were about to cave in. Give up to talking in your basement. We decided. Let's start uh, from that time then? documentary and work yet. towards you the top. So I'll start with documentary feature. I didn't see Last Man in Aleppo. Oh. It did not win, even though I thought it would. Ma, you saw it. What did? What was? Yeah. What was? Why should that have won? Because I thought I feel like the subject matter made me think it would win. Me too. And not even like in like the weird joke about it. It's about like the war, the Holocaust, it always wins. But it was like the most devastating thing I've ever seen. And it's one of those like it stayed with me for days. I cried in my car about it on the way to work. And not that that makes it, you know, a good documentary, but I think the story stayed with me more than any other of the documentaries. Okay. LD, did you see it? I didn't see it. No. Okay. I, I thought it was. I saw... Icarus. Yeah. Yeah, I thought loved it. I I love that too, but I thought it was really strange that it won. I don't know why, but I just thought it was weird. That was like the only surprise to me. I think of the whole night. But yeah. In a good way, I thought it was 
I really liked. I really uh, thought it was awesome. Yeah, I thought I. I thought that I wanted Strong Island to win because I thought it was really simply done and but like beautifully done. The director is trans. It just like and I hate to like talk about the director being trans or and black or whatever as like points mm-hmm. towards like the you know what I mean. But it is like it's just the way that the no, it is. the way the Oscars do it. Um, all right, so all right, let's move up. We'll go to adapted screenplay. Well, I don't need to explain to anyone what adapted means. Um, like they did last night. That was so weird. They were like, oh, uh, so adapted is like adapted. And we were like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we we understand that. Um, I, I don't know why I'm blanking on what one. Too. Call Me By Your Name won that, right? Mm-hmm. As it yeah. should have. All right. Um, As it should have, yeah. Yeah. And then for original screenplay, uh, I really – I did, I loved The Big Sick, and I thought it was, it was a good nomination. Um, Get Out won, which I guess I'm fine with, but – uh, then my cousin said to me that it was that a lot of people think that screenplay is the consolation prize for not getting best picture. I don't think that's true. I mean, I get that. Yeah. I mean, it kind of could be. It's something. I mean, you're getting you're leaving there with a a golden gentleman. So yeah, I thought it was. I thought the Get Out. We I guess we just get into that right now. So um, I thought the Get Out was. I didn't. I love the movie. All right. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. But I thought that Daniel Kaluuya was sort of a weak Best Actor nomination. And the there were no other great performances in the movie. So I think that's what ultimately led to it not winning Best Picture. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the subject matter notwithstanding. I just thought it was so different. Yeah. It was definitely, like, super different. And he did a great job. But it was, like a couple points in the movie where you're like, okay, I get the best actor. Now I'm there. Like, that's really cool. Like, you know, the intense, like, therapy session scenes and the, the you know, end with the, the weird teacup thing. And, like, it was cool, but everybody else in the movie was super dull. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah. And also that category is just, I mean, I hate to skip around, but we're, gonna, we're going to. And there's nothing really to talk about in Best Actor because Olbin ran away with it. But I thought that it was pretty evident that, you know, it was Gary Oldman, and then it did not matter who else was in the category. <laughs> Poor Denzel. Yeah. I know. He had that face. I texted you guys last night. He was like, I ain't winning this. I'm not winning this award. He knew it. And it happens all the time with him. Like, he, until before he won. He was amazing. I, he was amazing. That's the only one in Best Actor I didn't see. But, like, but before... Uh, it was, like, uh, it's so good. It was heartbreaking. Like, it, it was devastating. <laughs> Is the movie good? I heard the movie wasn't great, but he's just really good in it. Yeah, kind I of. Like that. It's okay, but like I thought him and Colin Farrell were really, really good. You thought Colin? Really you Colin. thought Colin Farrell was good in something? He was. Yeah, I don't know. He played a good supporting role. Yeah, I think. Okay. Very was fantastic. All right. Fair enough. Like uncomfortable, heart hurting. Yeah. Oh man! All right. Very well, uncomfortable. Well. Clear, well, all that led to his clearly I'm not winning face. Um, <laughs> and he has it. He has it every year. They nominate him for something every two years, and he just has this like look on his face. He's like, "Yeah, I'm in the front row again, but I'm not going up there. It's not happening." And you can tell. But that. But like I said, that the category. I mean, Gary Oldman just was Churchill. There was nothing that could be done about that yeah. uh, by anyone else. Um, we're up now to director uh, Del Toro did win. Right? Am I right about that? Why am I like second guessing yeah. my own choices? Even though, like, um, I they should have won. I thought 
I don't agree. And I think that that I, I it's fine that Dunkirk got all those like sound mixing technical whatever awards and stuff. But this the to pull off despite the confusing like way that it was laid out, that's not really his <laughs> fault. Like the three different timelines or whatever, it's kinda weird. But I just thought it was like a really, really like spectacular um effort of filmmaking and that usually lends to the director. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think I liked the three timelines. I thought that they were like and the, going into it, I knew that there were three timelines and, like, prepared myself to pay extra attention. You weren't confused but by I it? Feel like they've, no, I feel like they flowed really well. Like I said, I knew that there were three timelines. I knew mm. that, like, who the main character was in each of the timelines. So I knew, like, from the get that this was going to be the week, this was going to be the, the day, this was going to be the hour. So it made it easier for me to follow. But I don't think it was confusing at all. I thought it flowed really well. I thought it was really well made. But Shape of Water was just... Again, I keep saying, unlike anything I've ever seen, it was beautiful. The, you know, like everything, the way, every single part of that movie was amazing. When I, Even yeah. Like in the end, the guy getting shot, like that was beautiful. Like the way, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. it was really awesome. What did you think, Ma? I kind of agree. I loved, I loved Dunkirk. And I thought, it, yeah, again, different than anything I've ever seen. But Shape of Water to me just had like an unmistakable like feel to it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. From, like, start to finish, you just kind of were, like, in this weird world. And I think that's due to him. So I think he deserved it. There's... I love Christopher Nolan. I think he's incredibly talented. And, like, I wouldn't have been mad if he won. But yeah. I think, you know. He's super overdue, I feel like, for something. I mean, um, but I feel like he'll get it eventually. He's going to be, like, the next Leo. Like, he'll yeah. just, he keeps getting nominated for director. Because and... <laughs> he definitely has a style, which I think yeah. is is a, a credit to him like you definitely kind of know you're watching a Nolan film you know like yeah when I when I watched uh, Shape of Water the the word that kept coming to my mind or and I kept saying I watched it with my wife and she was the next <laughs> to me I kept saying detail like everything was so yes, exactly. every little corner of the screen meant something every little like like just every out. pixel yeah. was like this pixel's here for a reason you know like this that we put a pen on the table like here but not here and there's a reason for that and like it felt serious and it felt like, you know, there was a purpose behind everything. And I mean, I, I guess that's what the Academy saw and that's why he won. That makes sense. Um, let's, let's go to, uh, actress or supporting actress. Sorry. And, uh, the Allison Janney win, which I'm fine with, I guess. Um, and then I kind of wanted her to win because I like her, even though I haven't seen Itanya yet. You guys have both seen Itanya or no? No, I've I didn't it. see it. What did you think, Ma? I saw it, and she was amazing. Okay. She should have won it. It was like, she kind of made the whole movie to me. Okay. Like, she was brutal. And, like, to me, Alice and Jenny super warm and kind of, like, I don't know, articulate and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And the mother is just this brutal, horrible character. And you believed it. Is she throughout the whole movie? Yeah, it's kind of like a fake documentary. Well, I'm just wondering why, like, she is in supporting. It sounds like she, like, kind of anchored the film. Well, she, I mean, if she's she kind of like bookmarked it, like oh, okay, so called like yeah, bookended, bookended. It was all about Tanya's bookended, like her, her whole story, and then like it was little interviews throughout the story. Okay. Um. All right. But she was awesome. I'm so happy she won. 
All right, good. Um, I didn't pick her necessarily. I just wanted her to win. But um, I picked I picked Laurie Metcalf because I thought that they were going to give Lady Bird mm-hmm. something, even though it was uh, extremely weak. You know what? All right, so let's do this real quick. I love uh, to go sideways uh, on this, even though I have a li- I'm, I will make a list, and then I will be like, fuck this list. Let's uh, talk about something. Um, so my I had a friend of mine who watches just a ton of movies. It's like all he does. And he had the the nominees, all nine of them, rated ranked in tiers. And so he had a t- tier one, tier two, and then the final tier was five movies. And it was – he. I think he labeled it something like total garbage. Um, but uh, so – I mean, compared to the rest of the films in the category, I thought that Lady Bird was total garbage. I'm sorry. I thought that it's fine. I thought it was a it was a fine film. It just it just didn't been yes. It should not have been nominated for best picture. It wasn't like an Oscar movie. No, it just wasn't. It was a perfectly fine like independent film. You know. Yeah, I kind of think that about the post as well. Yeah, no, I think that about the post too, and I thought it was like I thought that was extremely. I mean, they. It's a fine movie. I don't know. It just. There was like when that movie was coming out, there were all these jokes like, "Well, it's Shriek, Hanks, and and Spielberg, so it's obviously going to get a ton of awards." And I mean, it didn't get any, did it? It didn't win any awards. So like, no. um, No. But but like but I felt like that its nomination was was part of that. It was like, all right, we got, I guess we have to nominate these guys for something. Let's just throw them in there. Yeah. And like, and we have to nominate Meryl because she's Meryl. She's Meryl. Um, yeah. So, and if we don't like the Oscars cease to exist, if she's not nominated, I guess. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know, but like there, there was definitely like a, there was definitely tears in the, in the uh, category. And I thought that get out three billboards, call me by your name. And I, I think they were, the top three, and I think that everyone else, their nomination was at minimal dubious, and at and at maximum extremely short sighted. And also, if you're gonna have ten nominees possible, make, just make use them. all fucking ten. Yeah. <laughs> like why? Like yo, that's like they were like, yeah, all right, only only nine good movies are made this year. It's like you're, it doesn't matter who you're not giving it to. It matters who you are giving it to. So you could you could nominate fucking thirty films if you wanted to. They would be logistically impossible, but you could. But have yeah. them be worth it? No, I agree with that. Yeah. So like, and I heard a lot of people say that the post shouldn't have been in, and the Florida Project should have been, and there's a couple other movies that should have been. That Wonder Woman could have been in there. Just fucking throw it in. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Um, also, it makes the Oscar quest harder, but that's fine. I watch more movies. Oh my god. Probably, but who cares? It's I, fun. I'm in it to win it next year. I'm yeah. gonna see every single movie. Yeah, seriously. I feel like the Olympics to distract me. I feel like I should just I, that was my big issue was the Olympics. It's like I have to watch the Olympics. <laughs> and I was like, man, those are like three nights I could have been at the movies watching these movies. I feel like I'm gonna have to just like watch a movie a day starting now to like so there's no cram yeah. next year, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just see everything. Fun. Just I have to see fun. I'm gonna have to go well, see Peter Rabbit today. Yeah, and then Shabley it is. All right, so we're into the top, the big three now, right? So, or do we didn't talk about supporting actor? Um, we didn't talk about supporting actor. And Sam Rockwell won. I knew he. I I said he would win, but I didn't want him to win. I really wanted Richard Jenkins to win, and I thought that Richard Jenkins's performance was more. I don't know. I, I think that it's just because he wasn't a douche. 
You know what I mean? I just, I feel like Richard Jenkins is Richard Jenkins, like in all of the other, like he's always good. He's just never phenomenal. Okay. I was super pumped with this one. I loved Sam Rockwell. That movie was unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. What'd you think, Ma? I'm on LD's page. Okay. Same. But I do love Richard Jenkins. Like, I would have been happy with either, but I think Sam deserved it, and I'm happy that he won. I've never really liked Sam Rockwell. Yeah, you've said that. And I don't know why. Why? It's, I don't know. It's just like an irrational... You ever like... You know, like, you guys know how I hate Chris Bosh, the basketball player? <laughs> yeah, well, that seems reasonable. I have no reason, though. He's just a... He's a perfectly good, fine basketball player and guy, I'm sure. I just didn't... I just I don't... To, I irrationally don't care for him. Yeah, oh, dude. Sandra, all right, we're all right, we're gonna go through the awards, and we're gonna talk about individual people momentarily, and the and the show itself. But, um, but yeah, I just don't, I don't, I just don't like Sam Rockwell. I don't know why. I don't know why it is. I think he's kind of the same a lot. I think he's kind of typecast, smarmy, sarcastic, crazy. Yeah, yeah, and then like yeah, and then this might like do anything to you at any given time. Like you know, like like an Iron Man was he an Iron Man too or whatever? Um, I don't know. I just I just think like that character from Iron Man is just who he is in real life. And for him to for him to do anything else, I'm just like this douche again. God damn it! You know, like. Um, oh, I like him. I'm happy for him. All right, fine. Me too. Um, <laughs> Francis McDormand and Gary Oldman are. I wanted them to win. They did win. They should have won. Um, Agreed. And th- so those two categories are really like just, yeah, like they were. There was like I said already about uh, Gary Oldman. They were just races for second place or for no place. Um, there's... Yeah, don't you wish you could know, like, like who was next? Like, who, you know, like... The, yeah. The yeah, I want to... I like... I would love a ranking. That would be dope. If that even happens. Yeah, like, who got the most votes? Got the second most votes? Well, guess what? We are on a podcast, and I need to fill minutes, so why don't we just do that? We just do that right now, right? Okay. So, all right, well, let's not do it with... Let's not do it with every category, because we don't have, like, six hours, and that would take forever, so <laughs> let me get up... I have to get up the nominees list, so... Let's go, let's just do it with, um, act, let's do it with this one in particular. So actor, actress, and we'll do it with picture in a second. But, um, so we already know the first place for, let's start with actor, is Gary Oldman. And I am missing one nominee in there. I didn't see, uh, um, Roman J. Israel. I think, Ma, you saw all five in that category, right? So how would you rank them? Yes. Um, Denzel, I thought Denzel or Timothée. Our boy Timothée. Okay. Um, I thought he was, call me by your name, kid. Timothy Chalamet was amazing. I was kind of like secretly hoping he'd win, even though I knew Gary would. And I'm yeah. happy he did. But there was part of me that would have loved it because I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful performance. Okay. Um, so I would go Gary, Timothy, Denzel. Who else is It's uh, Kaluuya and Daniel Day Lewis. Um, that would be my order. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, LD, did you see all the ones in that category? I have. I've seen all of them. And I would agree with a little tweak. I think that I would go Gary Oldman, Timothy, then Denzel. Okay. And then the same. All right, cool. From there on. Because I thought that, this, I mean, how old is, how old is Timothy? Do you know how old He's 18, he? I think. He's 17 or 18. 18. Yeah. yeah. 18 and played this, like, insanely confident, like, sexual role in basically his first ever major role. 
Mm. Like he was, I just thought he was so, so good. It was such a good performance. You know, part of like, and he uh, made that movie. Yeah, he did. Part part of what I hate about Lady Bird is that he was so good in Call Me by Your Name, and I was like, oh, he's in this too, and I was like psyched. And then he was just like, man, whatever. I'm just kind of a dick. It was yeah, it was I'm weird. He has brains. Yeah, yeah. He's like like conf, <laughs> confident dick to like mute dick kind of like. Yeah. He's like oh whatever. Oh, I drive a Beamer too. So, um. All right. So I guess I would uh, having not seen Roman J Israel, I guess I would have to, um, just go top four. But it's obviously Oldman, and then I would say Chalamet, and then Kaluuya, but only because Daniel Day Lewis was. I just have so much hatred for that film. Uh, it was, it was the, it was the. I I looked at my wife in disbelief more than I looked at the screen when we were watching this movie. It was, it was so boring. It was just like people walked out of my theater. Shut up! Are you kidding? We were we were in the front row too. I was like, this is painful enough already, and I have to like crank my neck all the way up to see it because like it was full. Theater was full for this movie, and it was like it, there's 65 of us left that theater. Like, is something going to happen during the credits that makes this better, or like you know people like stayed through the credits like it was going to be like an Easter egg, like a Marvel movie or something. Um, but it was just. I, I love like that you hated so much. Oh god, it was just. Oh god, it was so terrible. LD, what were you saying? I said the same thing. It was like we sat there. I feel like I sat there after, and like the lights were on, and I was like, "All right, so like, something cool gonna happen." <laughs> like he barely even got sick. Like that bitch tried to poison him, and he just puked a bunch, and then was fine. Like he, <laughs> and then it was like, "Oh, I need you. I couldn't do any of this without you," because she nursed him back to health. Like he had the flu basically, and he couldn't get his shit together, and she like brought him tea and tucked him in, and then it was like this. All of a sudden, this person that. They couldn't live with like you couldn't live without. It's it's insane. And then he married her, and then he treated her like shit again. So she's like, "All right, bitch, I'm gonna poison you again. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you about and it." He was in it. He was in it. It's weird. Like, it's like getting pregnant to save a relationship. Like it doesn't like that doesn't work. That's not, <laughs> you can't just try to murder your significant other and then like they need you all of a sudden and they realize it. Like well, how many times are you gonna do that in your life? I thought that, like, keep poisoning the dude. what I thought was that, like, all right, so I don't think it was, I don't think it was, like, the, the, I can't stop laughing about how bad that movie is. I can't, I, I don't think that, like, I don't think that the idea was that she was threatening to kill him. I think that she, like, uh, she like wanted, she yeah. wanted to feel needed, and this is the only way that she would feel needed by him, is when he is in, like, an adult state. So she had to, like, induce the adult state. And I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I just didn't care. Like, and then at the end, it's like this weird, like, sexual, like, stare with them. Or he's like, yeah, put the mushrooms in that shit. I don't even give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was so fucking yeah. strange. And I was, and then it just fades out. And he's just like, oh, I'm really good. Like, like and he's like, oh, I'm really, I'm really good at shit this time. That's basically what he said. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, oh, that's cute. And that's the end? Get the fuck out of here. Go make another dress. The dressmaking scenes were fucking flawless. And then it's just all about him, like, sweating and taking a shit. Like, I, I didn't, like... I'm sorry. I just It was just... I left that theater, like, so unsatisfied. I was like, why is this in the best nine pictures of the year? There's no way. Now, again, it's one of those things where it's like... It looked visually stunning. It was impe- impeccably beautiful. But it wasn't, like... It was just old shit. That's what old shit looks like. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. It, it didn't feel like... When they talk about this, like, new... Like, the new voting board of the Academy is, like, so modern and, like... Uh, you know, millennial and all that shit, and then they still were like, "Yeah, that, you know, that's one of the best nine pictures this year." 
Anyway. It had no, like, just, it had nothing. It it, had, I did. I loved her. Yeah. Leslie Manville. Me too. She was She's the, the only she good part of the movie, yeah. All right. Yeah, when they were, like, sitting at the table and arguing, and he was being a dick, and she's like, you shut so, up. Yeah, not with me. Don't, don't fuck with me. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'll let you out. Yeah, that was, I, I, I liked that scene that, with, with her, but, like, he was just like, yeah, he's like a baby the entire movie, but I didn't get to have my thread. I don't know. Like, yeah. You um, my asparagus wrong. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't like it with oil. Get the fuck out of here, dude. It's asparagus. <laughs> the fuck? I'm sorry. I know I told you guys, like, not to swear so much. Like, you know what? If he dies at the end of the movie, it's a better movie. Honestly. I agree. It really is. Because then it's about something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I felt like it was just like, and there was two fucking hours and 20 minutes long. Like, God damn. And the so weird long. music, the Charlie Brown music. Oh, my like, God. Weird <laughs> <piano>. <laughs> oh man. It was so bad. Well, I could do an entire podcast just on how bad this movie was. And I would, and I literally would, I would do it like frame by frame. And it would be, it would be 30 episodes of a podcast about who decided that this movie had to be made. <laughs> I didn't hate it though. I, I don't. I didn't like it, but I didn't like. I think it's funny how much you guys hate it. Well, I I have it firmly. It's weird. I have it firmly at number nine. If we're gonna go rank backwards, because uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is number nine. and every other movie is tied for first. That's how bad that movie is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I have that at number nine. Uh, I have Lady Bird at number eight because yeah. uh, I have the Post at number seven, and honestly, those three are like interchangeable for me. I, and yeah, they're interchangeable for me. I mean, no, wait, wait a minute. No, that's not fair. I don't hate the other two as much as I hate Phantom Thread, just to get, like, one more elbow at Phantom Thread. Uh, but the poster's yeah. like, like we talked about, just like a, you know, they're mitten Oscars for Spielberg and Streep and Hanks. Uh, six, I guess I would have to put Darkest Hour or Dunkirk, but, like, they could switch. And there was an interesting thing with those two movies. It's like, you could stop in the middle of one, and then go watch the other one and then come back to the other one. So I thought that was kind of cool. So they're kind of interchangeable because uh, they're basically about the same thing. Um, so then I could go, uh, let's say, Shape of Water fourth, Three Billboards third, Get Out second, Call Me By Your Name first. I really love Call Me By Your Name. All right. All right. I like that. Uh, LD, what do you yeah, think? You can go with your nine. Um, I... I'm firm with Shape of Water as number one. Mm-hmm. I really loved that movie. Then I would say Call Me By Your Name. Then Get Out. Then Three Billboards. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I keep forgetting that Phantom Thread was even nominated. That's fine. They 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 should have forgotten too. And I'm like, what, what is what is the ninth <laughs> movie? What is the ninth movie? <laughs> um, Okay, so I I'm at Dun. I would I like Dunkirk more than I like Darkest Hour. Okay. So Dunkirk, Dark, Darkest Hour, Lady Bird. Ugh. And then what? What are the What are the other two that I'm missing? Phantom Thread and what's the last one? The um, the Post. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes, the Post and then Phantom Thread. Okay, cool. And what about you, Ma? I think I would Shape of Water as my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, three billboards. Mm-hmm. Call me by your name. Then Dunkirk. Get out. Darkest hour. And Lady Bird post Phantom. Okay, cool. So. 
right, so let's talk then. And we got, let's see here. We got about 20 minutes left. And LD, you have to go soon anyway. So um, let's talk about the show itself. And I didn't have, I, I thought it was fine. Like, that's all I can say about it. I didn't think that it was spectacularly amazing. I thought that Jimmy Kimmel was fine. I thought that some of the little gimmicks were cute. And I thought that um, they didn't do anything to, um, like, take, like, direct shots at anybody, specifically our, the president. I won't say our president. Um, but overall, I thought it was a, a pretty good show. What did you guys think? And, uh, Ma, you can go first. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, pleasant. Like, it was funny apart. Like, no surprises. But like, I don't want to say boring, but it just kind of, I don't know. I usually get really fired up when I watch, and, like, I, we were kind of just like, oh. I don't know. But I guess <laughs> after last year, you know? Yeah. I thought you were going to say something else. That's, I guess that's a testament to how boring it was. <laughs> LD, oh, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. It was just, you know. Okay. I agree. It was a little dull, and every musical performance was not even not good like they were straight dude i don't know i don't know what the deal with that was it's always like that there i feel like they like that bad though this is like specifically like terrible i like i couldn't believe it was real life i feel like every year at the oscars they like they're so about the movies that they just don't give a shit about the music and so like they're, they're like when they like during rehearsal, I can see them like, "Oh, this is just music." Yeah, we can take like five minutes off. You know what I mean? Like, and then and then it shows on the on the stage, and like you have phenomenal artists up there, and like first of all, the dude from all right, let's just, all right, forget the show itself. We just start talking about individual people that suck. The dude from the dude <laughs> Gael Garcia Bernal had no business with a microphone in front of him. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. I don't know if he sings that song in the movie or whatever. I haven't seen Coco. But he was he was he was so nervous, and that whole performance was legit like a high school play. <laughs> high school is giving it credit. Yeah, I mean, I see middle school. That's being kind. Uh, okay, it was, it was hard to watch. Yeah, I don't get. And and then the I guess the common one was fine. I guess it was the best one, but that I mean, that still had its I'm problems. And like so I don't into Andre Day. I love her. I can't stand Common. And like what? Point of yeah, I don't like comment at all, and I love the point of the song. And like, I also wanted to know who like individually those people were back there. Like, I wanted to know like what they, you know what I mean. I wanted to know more about them. Yeah, I'm Andre. Day. I love Andre Day. I think she's stunning. Like Butler said it perfectly. She's like Rihanna's more talented little sister. Like she's beautiful. Her voice is so insane. But common to me, and like, great. I I love the point of the song. I think that everything is great. I don't. I just him. He just makes me nuts. Just like overall, all know. the time. Just in general, not. I a love common. common. Not a That's common. That's kind of funny, really. Mm-mm. Wow. And it might be Jeff's fault because Jeff really hates him. Like really hates him. <laughs> like, a, like a like a burning hatred kind of hate hates him for his own reasons. But I, maybe he's tainted me. But. I just don't. I don't enjoy him. At least, at least That's live. Funny. The music is fine live. I don't know. Something about him makes me nuts. You know who I do have a burning hate for? Susan Stevens, whatever his name is. Susan. Susan. Everyone God. pronounced his name differently. Stevens. I just it makes don't me understand. angry. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that was so. Bad. I was like, why is he whisper singing? Why isn't he just regular singing? 
It's like the you have a microphone in front of you and thousands of people watching you and you're whispering. You're not doing this right. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Yeah, they're all so bad. I I only recognized one of the people behind uh, behind Common and Audrey Day. Um, It was the woman who found the Me Too movement, the the lady whose name I don't remember at the moment. Um, But other than that, it was just like and then there's 10 other people. And then it felt like uh, or yeah, that's the right one. And then it felt like during the. Uh, greatest showman song that all those people back there were supposed to be someone each because it looked essentially like the same thing they all had like a spotlight on them just yeah. like the previous performance mm-hmm. so like i thought that they were all supposed to be somebody but then there was too many of them and i was like <laughs> all right so are they all because we know like the the song meant a lot to the artist whose name again escapes me because of her she said that she really like gets behind singing the song because of her our uh, body image issues and that's completely uh you know commendable and everything but, like, then she was, like, crying in the middle of it. So I didn't know if that was, like, an emotional reaction or if or if it was, like, or if it was fake. Is it fake crying? Is it, like, has it, have any of you seen The Greatest Showman? No. No. So, like, does she cry in the, like, would she cry in the movie? And she was just, like, redoing the movie when she sings the song? Like, I don't, I didn't understand that at all. If it was fake, if it was fake. She's, like, she's the bearded lady in the movie, too. Yeah. So I'm, like, trying to, like, that has the potential to be really awesome and that, she has a phenomenal voice, but I feel like everyone was just like a little flat. Every single performance was yeah. just a little off. Like every time she tried to hit a high note, but tried to do like this awesome, like screamy, whatever thing, it just was bad. I don't, I, but she's really talented. Yeah. I, I always hate the, um, when on the performances like that, when they end on like a big, like note, like, and then it's just over. And then like everyone's, everyone's in the same position and doing like the breathing in and out thing. Everyone's like, ah, 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 you know, like, and so, like, everyone's like doing that in unison. And it just feels really like fame, like 80s show to me or something. I don't know why that is, but that, uh, that irked me. Interesting. Um, all right. And then, so, so, and again, I hate to feel like we're like dragging these people through the mud because they're attached to a cause, but like the, like freshly saran wrapped Mira Sorvino appearance was like she I didn't first of all I didn't know she was still around and I was like who is that and but the same with like Sandra Bullock and a couple other people like they had just they had like just come from the cheek store and they had they filled (laughs) up like my wife was like they have so much filler it's not even funny like her she was like legit like the post they were all like the poster children for Botox like they were like oh tell me about who you're wearing tonight and blah 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 and they're like Oh my god, I'm so happy to be wearing blah 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 and like I'm so happy to be here and I'm like, "Well, I can't tell. You can't even fucking smile." <laughs> no one like they're they're like their mouths are barely moving. Like just the corners of their lips are like rigid. They're like right angles. Like it was just ah, it was everything was so crispy. That was the word I just got like, "Ah, oh, it's just like so like yeah, it was weird. Everything was just so like it was like everything was like I know. It was like everything was so rigid. Is that a better word? Yeah, Everything, yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, fine. Yeah, Christy is brutal. I feel like there's like an elevated thing of that too with the Academy Awards, like above the Golden Globes, because there's like that like fun attachment to the Golden Globes where the Academy Awards are like really serious, quote unquote. But so what, man? Just fucking don't. You don't have to get like all the shit at the filler store. Like just show up. Like put some makeup on. I get it. Like damn, you want to look good. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus Christ. Why don't you? Why don't you like? Uh, what's your hatred towards Sandra Bullock, Ma? It's like you're, I don't know, it's, I can't explain it. I just, I hate her face. I hate her voice. 
like, I don't know why she was there. I got so mad. I had to like leave the room. I don't know. I just hate her face. It's just, I, it's just an unexplainable. I I hate her. I hate her face. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I love her. I just, I think it's because I feel bad because her shitty Jesse James husband like bailed on her as she was adopting like a little beautiful black child and like all this fucked up shit happened. But I agree that was annoying because she. Whether hate hate her or not, she's I think she's beautiful, and the whole like dim the light so I look like I'm like shut up like you yeah. look awesome yeah Don't, okay like, all of the other people Meryl Streep is probably looking at her like bitch please yeah <laughs> no you did look awesome you don't even have a wrinkle yeah Eva Marie Saint who was like ninety three yeah she's, she said yeah, she, was she was older was than great. the Academy yeah yeah Rita that Moreno who was wearing the same dress she wore when she was nominated did you know that. I did know that, yeah. yeah they, know that. Uh, yeah, she was on the red carpet before or something like that, talking about it. Um, what do you guys think of uh, Seacrest still being around? Snubbed. Oh, Taraji, like, she said something to him. I don't know what it was, but it's like people were taking it as a dig. Let me see if I can find that. But I don't know why, like, whatever. He touched his chin and was like, people get what they deserve or something weird. Oh, like... damn. Okay. All right, Cookie. <laughs> so I just... <laughs> A hard time. Like I know that like sexual harassment, this is like a huge issue. But Ryan Seacrest of all people is like this five foot six little turd of a human. Like I don't <laughs> think he should be on anything because he's a turd. Yeah, just in general. Like, exactly. Just, uh, no, he is furiously, like, of... furiously untalented, and I don't understand why. So untalented. Yeah. Like like me, he should still be on American Idol, hosting that show because people don't watch it anymore. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> I don't I don't understand his presence anyway. Yeah. So like. Just, just, dude, like, take take the night off. Like, don't come. It's not worth it yeah. for you. Yeah. You look shitty. You're not standing up for anything. You're all not all like, oh, just because I was accused of sexual harassment doesn't mean I can't slip in my... No. Stay home. Watch yeah. on your couch. Like, just stay out of the limelight for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think he should have known that. I, don't, I was surprised he was there. Well, that's the thing I was about to say is, like, they... they did and this I always this is always such a problematic thing because it never works out the way you think it would, but they they kept saying that he came out there because E stands behind him after their own internal investigation. Like, of course their internal investigation concluded that he didn't do anything wrong. He's that network. You know what I mean? So like Exactly. So it's just fraught with, you know, conflict of interest. But yeah, I, th- I thought that people like I think that also usually they do like two hours, they do like five hours of like red carpet bullshit. Um, no, and I think that, and I think they probably knew that ahead of time, and that's why their hour right before the ceremony started, they weren't live; they were just showing recorded stuff. Yeah, and I feel like he's already kind of on the shit list with what's her face when she quit because she wasn't getting paid as much as her male co-host and this and that, and like they should just maybe pump the brakes a little bit, like figure your shit out. Yeah, I don't. I mean, again, even though we are basically duplicating an E show right now. I really, really hate uh, them as a network and everything that is on that network. I just want to put that out there. Um, the It's like the Kardashian network, really. It should be called K yeah. instead. <laughs> I was going to say, Seacrest is responsible for the Kardashians. Yeah. Oh, th- thanks, douche. Um, what? Anything else you guys want to mention about the show? Anything Viola else? Davis. Who, who else do we hate? I really want to talk about Viola Davis. <laughs> I loved her dress. It was... It was so tight. Did you see how she was walking? I just, the first oh. thing she, she was like tiptoeing onto the stage. And then as she was leaving the stage, she tripped and fell, but she was hooked onto the, the nice gentleman that walked her off the stage. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I missed that. That was a poor outfit choice. Poor outfit choice. I love her. I, love her. I, think, she's I think she goes for it. I like I like Viola too. I think she's awesome. Um, I can't get over the, the dress. I okay. So and I can't believe it took me this long to mention uh, this, but we we could end on this. But the best. All right, I'll ask you. I'll just ask you guys because I have one in mind. But I'll ask you guys first. What was the best thing about last night? LD, you go first. Oh, that's a hard question. I know. I think that my number one is Frances McDormand's speech. Okay. I just knew she was gonna, yeah, I just knew she was going to have, like, a quirky, like, awesome. She's just so weird, and I love it yeah. so much. And I texted you guys last I night. I love how she, whenever she gets somewhere, she goes, and, like, there's usually like, a chick standing there just as, like, who's about to escort you off the stage. This time it was a guy. But, like, she, yeah. she always goes and shakes that person's hand. I think that's awesome. I like that too. I just, I really enjoy her. I'm happy she won, and I was. I agree. I think I was the most pleased about that whole situation. What about you, Ma? Definitely that. Seeing Rita Moreno, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah, I would say Frances. I was really happy she won. She's a badass. Okay. I don't know. What's uh, yours, huh? I. Okay, again, I can't believe I forgot this. I really, obviously, really love Frances McDormand. I want her to adopt me, but the. <laughs> The um, Maya Rudolph and Tiffany Haddish, like, three minutes that they gave them were flawless. They were unbelievably hysterical. Maya Rudolph's, like, deadpan look-around-the-room face is the best deadpan look-around-the-room face, like, in the history of the world. Tiffany Haddish is, like, they were perfect together because, like, Maya Rudolph's, like, so understated. Mm -hmm. Tiffany Haddish is so, like, gregarious. Um there's like calls for them to host the awards next year, which I was bump- gonna say, yeah. yeah. I would watch. Eh, eh, eh. Let's call. I'll, <laughs> I'll calm it down on that for for a number of Did reasons. I mean, the last time we had two hosts, it was awful, and yeah, that's probably because one of them is an insufferable bitch and the other one is a sexual harasser. But two hosts <laughs> is logistically is a logistical nightmare for a thousand reasons, and especially when you need if you're relying on comedic timing from your host. And you now you have to do that with two people for longer than just three minutes. So I, I just think that – I think that Tiffany Haddish will probably host one day. I don't think that Maya Rudolph will, but I think Tiffany Haddish could by herself because um, she has that, like, cutting – you know, she could definitely make fun yeah. of some celebrities. You know what I'm saying? So – but I don't think both – I don't think that both of them should host. Or they'd have to – it would have to be really, really well produced and, like, organized for them to pull it off successfully. But based on the – on presenting one award, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I love them both. They're both very entertaining. That was, that's what I'm saying. That they were the best thing last night. She comes out in UGG slippers. That's hysterical. Um, my 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 Rudolph's not wearing shoes at all. Like so. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was pretty uh, pretty hysterical. Does she lose points because she's married to Paul Thomas Anderson? Who who is? Oh, Maya Rudolph is. That's right. Maya. Yeah. Dude. Dude, get your man's real quick and tell him <laughs> to stay in the house for like ten years. Because there's no I need. Like the movie, like I can't. No one, no one. I I generally consider Maya Rudolph to have good sense, and I don't think that anyone with good sense likes the Phantom Thread. No. I wish it. <laughs> I wish it was a Phantom film. Thank you. Yeah, I said it. I don't even care if no one laughed. That movie was garbage. <laughs> All right, ladies. Lauren and Laura, thank you guys so much. It was really fun, and thanks for doing the quest with thanks me this year. And we'll do it again next thanks year too. For having us. Absolutely, it was a pleasure. I'll talk to you guys soon.
Goodwin on the phone here with me today. We're going to uh, discuss our March Madness tribute, which is a tournament to decide the most fortunate, untalented person in modern history. And let's start first, Brian, with a rule that we all put in place, me, you, and Tommy Brogan, who we'll undoubtedly be talking to at some point about um, the advancement of this thing. But we each chose a person that we called a hot take. Uh, Tommy chose Beyonce, which I'm going to crucify him for at some point. I chose Kevin Hart. I'm not going to say... Well, let me explain first before I say who yours is. Uh, We... The idea was that each of us could pick one of these people and the other two could not veto that person no matter what. You chose Steve Martin. Why? I hate the man. Why? I think he's uh, he's not funny at all. <laughs> not funny at all. He's just, uh... That's it? You're like a visual, like a visceral reaction to his unfunniness? Oh my God. When he was when he was in Boston filming the Pink Panther two, <laughs> I actually thought of ways where I could assassinate him and get away with it because <clears throat> his face just bothers me that much. So nothing at all. You can't give him credit for anything that he's been in that you think is funny. <sighs> SNL, nothing. I can't even bring myself. I can't even bring myself to watch The Jerk because I hate his face so much. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, it's bad. Ah, uh, all right. Well. And it's and it's that way with Chevy Chase too, but I had to pick one. Yeah, you can only pick one. Chevy Chase, I think you, I, you could put a better case together for him uh, above Steve Martin. But. Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase. I've actually I've watched the Christmas Vacation movies, mm-hmm. so that's why I picked Steve Martin over him because I can't bring myself to watch even Steve watch Martin. him. So wait, so you're just you just no. hate his face, and you haven't actually watched anything that you think he's talented in? But you just think his face? I just don't think he's funny. I've watched all the SNLs. Okay. Like, I just don't think he's funny. I just don't. I don't like his humor. All right. Well, I don't think that he survives that group anyway. I think that he that someone else is going to come out of that group. Um, all right. So. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So let's go first through rules because all right. So the rules I have so far is, or so far are, the person must be alive, because we'd have we'd have to have a two thousand person tournament if not. Um, Donald Trump is exempt because he would win this. We wouldn't even be able to do the tournament if he was in it. Nope. But there are some Trumpies in here. Uh, we can only do individuals, so no groups of people, no uh, no Nickelback. And I'll explain that a little bit further in a sec. Um, and then the person can be classified under any, any category if occupied at any given time. So for the example I used was Al Franken. He could have been in the political business category. category television category or film category but what we try to do is make sure that they that every person here spends the i guess it's the predominance of their time in the category they're in as far as professionally right so do you think we should add any rules or subtract any rules i think they're pretty solid i think they're very solid all right good so all right so rules Um, i think just yeah going forward i yeah i mean something may come up where we have to but as looking at it right now, I don't think I think those rules are pretty cut and cut and dry. All right, rules are good. Um, so we have eight groups, and okay. Before I get into the logistics again, let's go over the other section that I have. And uh, Brian has the same list in front of him. So there's a people we left out and why list, and I'm gonna read that list because 
some of the things, some of the reasons that we have these people are do apply to some people who are in the field. But you'll, I mean, you tell people understand. I don't need to overexplain too much. We left out Kanye because he still made graduation. He still made late registration. So we're going to let his fame kind of let him coast a little bit. Um, but if this if this was happening three years from now and he hadn't made anything as good since, he'd probably be on the list. Okay. Uh, we left out Migos because. And what I wrote was, not only are they a group, but it's impossible to distinguish which one is the most awful. Um, that is true. Yeah. We left out Donald Trump, as we've already explained. And we left out Nickelback, Creed, and Vanilla Ice. There were a ton of, like, group nominations like that. Black Eyed Peas, uh, Smash Mouth, um, you know, bands like that. They're terrible. Well, not only are they bands, but now, what I wrote... While fortunate for a time, they are currently extremely unfortunate, as history currently judges them as terrible, despite previous lapses in judgment. Limp Biscuit is in that group as well. So, right. so you no. Know, you know, I'm kind of mad we didn't. Um, <sighs> Who? Well, this is the time to make edits, my friend. Go ahead. John Popper. No, I wouldn't have let you do it. Why? He can play the harmonica like a badass, man. I mean, the the rest of the. the uh, yeah, we he could, lost like 150 pounds and became a douche. Uh, he's despicable. You can... Anyways, go on. You can't... You can't... You can't... All right, so his talent is applicable, and whether or not um, the, the the use of his talent as the frontman of Blues Traveler was the best application for that talent, notwithstanding, I still wouldn't have put him in... In this 128 people, but if we had expanded it to 256 people, which we probably easily could have done with four more Facebook chat sessions, you, I could probably yeah. see him with a case to get in there. I just don't like people who are cool when they're fat and then turn into douches when they're skinny. Well, you're not going to like me when I lose like 50 pounds. So, anyways, let's uh, let's go on to. <laughs> all right, so we're going to go uh, group by group here. We have groups one through eight. The group. Uh, categories are group one is athletes and sports personalities anyone who's played their primary fame is based on they've played a sport or they announce slash analyze a sport group two is yeah uh, group two is named food arts HGTV slash culture so it's basically anyone that's ever been on a lifetime HGTV um, food network Learning the learning channel. It, I hope it's not called the Learning Channel anymore. TLC. Um, so they are. It is a television category, but they are not actors. So it's um, people who act or who are on TV in that kind of vein. Group three is television personality, non-actors, mostly show hosts and stuff of that nature. Group four is film actors and personalities, mostly film actors, obviously. Group five is musicians. Group six, I've named pop culture randoms, and I, if I had to pick the eventual champion, it will probably come from this group. Group seven is politics and business, and then group eight is TV actors, so people who we specifically know from TV or currently make most of their living on TV. So let's start with number one, athletes and sports personalities. Um, and so I'll read, what we'll do is I'll read every... Uh, I'll read every name, and then you and I will make a pick based on who we think will survive the group to move to the final eight. Um, and before, actually, before we do that, the way we're going to do this is we have 128 people, me, you, Brian, 
or me, you, and uh, Tommy Brogan, and probably Ben Perlman, uh, will chop it down to 32 people, and then we'll put it into a bracket-style tournament that we'll probably all vote on, and then we'll have a Final Four, and then we'll let the public, listening public, vote on the Final Four. So, and then the, the survivor of that, whoever gets the most votes, will be champion. So, Group 1, athletes, sports personalities. We have Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, Johnny Manziel, Chris Collinsworth, Derek Fisher, Jay Cutler, Brock Osweiler, Robert Ori. That Osweiler pick isn't really that great. I don't know if I should put him in there. Robert Ori, Rex Ryan, Teron Liu, Andy Reid, Chip Kelly, Danica Patrick, and Jason Garrett. I cannot fathom a world in which Mark Sanchez does not win this group. What do you think? Uh, Rex Ryan might. Mm-hmm. I mean, how fortunate has Rex Ryan been just living off his dad's and his his dad's name? I mean, would he have one good season as a coach? Made it to an AFC Championship game once. Was that they beat the Patriots that one year, right? Isn't that the can't wait year? Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. And continuously getting job after job after job. Yeah. I can see him winning. Okay. Um, Robert Ori is interesting because uh, he definitely was very fortunate in in terms of the people he played with in his career. Right. Um, but I also think he was talented as well. Like, he hit a lot of, you know, he's big shot Bob for a reason. I agree with that, but I just like, uh, and Derek Fisher fell into this category too. Um, when, of all the people in this, in this whole thing, the, like, athletes are unique in that we have statistics to, quantify them and Mm -hmm. they both are career career average less than 10 points a game less than the playoffs and like he can make big shots down the stretch and that's fine but like his talent to use rate i guess you would call that or whatever like it's just it's so drastic like five five championships for ori and he averages eight point something points a game career like so yeah, and him and Derek Fisher both come come out of their respective like finals looking like superheroes. Exactly. Yeah. But but when you look back over their you know statistical achievements, eh. Yeah, eh. So Okay. Well, you know, I mean, we only, well, we're not narrowing it down to one, but, you know, but we will narrow it down to four, and that's four per group. And that's, I mean, I think that's going to be a little bit easier. Um, But I just didn't want to pick a final four for every group because we don't have 12 hours, and we could could discuss it forever. But, um, all right, let's move to group two. This is Food Arts HGTV Culture. Um, And the people are, and this is funny, uh, it shows you how much I disrespect person number one. Everyone else in here who's known by an alias, I found their real name. I did not Google Salt Bay's real name, but he is number one. Um, And then we'll go down. I was like, I don't care what his name is. And then, um, so Salt Bay, Mario Batali, Guy Fieri, Ina Garten, who's the Barefoot Contessa, who I love, but she's ultimately untalented. Giada De Laurentiis, Emeril. Bobby Flay, Scott Conant, Adam Richman, who is the original uh, Man vs. Food guy, Alex Warnishelli, uh David and Hillary from, um, what's that show called? Love It or List It. Uh, Joanna Gaines, not Chip Gaines, because he builds shit. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the property brother who just Googles properties, Drew Scott. And then uh, Todd Chrisley, and, who is from that Chrisley Knows Best show. And then uh, Abby Lee Miller, who is the screaming dance mom. 
Um, and I and if and if Guy Fieri doesn't win this category, I am going to stop having a podcast. Yeah, that that's, that is that he. He he is it, right? I mean, and I actually kind of like some of the people in here, but but it's not about whether you like them or not. Do you know what I mean? Like so, like I like. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I like Guy Fieri a little bit. Get the fuck out of here! Are you kidding? I, I do. No, I listen. Aside from aside from the guy that does red zone for the NFL, yeah, who has a better job than Guy Fieri? No one, but okay, fine. But he's so annoying. Oh, he's wicked annoying. Have here's the thing: is he's on Food Network. Have you ever seen him? You ever seen him cook anything? <laughs> uh, and he does, and he does a new version of Supermarket Sweep, which I think is kind of cool. I I really did like Supermarket Sweep, but I just like whatever. But it's him at the helm. Like if anyone else on that on the network was hosting that show, I'd probably watch it. I mean. Given Mario Batali with his recent um, transgression, oh fuck him! He steals. He's oh he yeah he's first. He not only does is he a touchy douche, but he steals from his fucking uh, staff. Does he really? Yeah, man. He had he was a I think he settled like a tip stealing lawsuit or something like that. So interesting. I uh, I strolled through um, Italy the other day and they have everything with his face on it. Yeah, off of all the shelves. Let me uh, off of all the shelves now. Good. That place is phenomenal, by the way. We could I could do a whole episode on the the three hours I spent there one night. It's unbelievable. Um, Maybe we should go there and do an episode. Just go there and do an episode. Yeah, we should. Go, we'll go sit at the uh, sit at the we'll go sit at the uh, like the prosciutto tent or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just die right there. Um, us, we're just doing a podcast. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, man, you prosciutto's. What's up? Uh, Salt Bay could come out of this too. I feel like in the final four, we'll probably have Batali, Fieri, Salt Bay, and I don't know any number of the people down there. Giada Laurentis is interesting, and I like, but I yeah, I had to fill out the category. But she, I feel like she just makes salads, so like I, you know, I'd put her in there. Um, how's how's Rachel Ray not on here? Yo, uh, I don't know. No, you know what? That's, like I said, we had to police ourselves somehow, man. One hundred twenty-eight. That's why. That's why she's not on here. If this was a, and I, we struggled. I think this is the category we finished last. Last. I think so. And so, I, I don't think I could find another. A, I think. Oh, go ahead. I think Emily approved like the last two HGTV people mm-hmm. or suggested. I think that's how we finished it. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, we had to go outside of the uh, the, and we. I might have to. You know what? We might have to bring her in for voting. Uh, for Good for this category as a guest voter, uh, wouldn't mind doing a special guest appearance. Excellent. Uh, let's move on to number three. It says TV personalities, non-actors. Uh, another man who I did not Google his name. I know it, but I didn't write it down. Uh, so we have Doctor Oz, Megyn Kelly, Mario Lopez, Amarosa, Tucker Carlson, Wolf Blitzer, Jenny McCarthy, Sean Hannity, Lawrence O'Donnell, Harvey Levin, who is the uh, producer of TMZ. Uh, Tommy Lauren, Jimmy Fallon, Chris Matthews, Sharon Osbourne, Mari Povich, and Howard Stern. And I can't, uh, I like, I can't pick one person in this group. I can't do it. Um, I'm shocked Doctor Phil's not on it. Yeah, yeah, he could he could be here instead of uh, 
instead of a few people. I had to get in, and this is a little inside baseball, but there's a lot of uh, Republican-y, Fox Newsy people on here, and I felt the need, and I felt the need to be fair, to balance out with some Democratic-y, sucky people as well, and that kind of filled up the category. I feel like Howard Stern. I feel like I could say that Howard Stern is a weak choice. You want to put Doctor Phil instead of Howard Stern? No, I'm, no, we can leave it. It's okay. Uh, All right. Howard Stern's definitely not coming out of here because Howard Stern is is. I mean, the guy's ruled radio forever. Like. Yeah. Oh, dude! Thank God he was. Thank God he's been on TV shows before, or that he simulcasts his radio show because I wouldn't have anywhere to put him if he didn't. So, like, right. <laughs> but luckily he did. So, yeah. But I don't think he's coming out either. Um, Omarosa could probably come out of here, or Mario Lopez could probably come out of here. Okay, I could be on board with that. Out of this group, I'm pulling strong for Tucker Carlson in this one. I think that he's potentially the smarmiest douche in the history of the world and uh and if i had to pick if i could do like a top five for who i think will win i think that he might be in it wow that's strong well he's a, the douche is strong with him so uh let's move to group four this is film actors and personalities two of the um unchallengeable picks are in this group uh Lindsay lohan Nicholas Cage, Tom Cruise, Kevin Hart, Amy Schumer, Johnny Depp, Shia LaBeouf, M. Night Shyamalan, Mark Wahlberg, Ben Affleck, Angelina Jolie. I don't agree with that pick. Megan Fox, Lena Dunham, even though she should be in TV, but eh, she's been in a movie before, so it's fine. Keanu Reeves, uh, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the afore discussed Steve Martin. Um, and this group is just waiting for... Cage and Lohan to to battle it out at the end. What do you think? M Night might might be a dark horse. Yeah. Who keeps giving this guy money to make movies? Who? I think that he's just still making movies, whether anyone else cares or not, based on like Sixth Sense success. <laughs> I think that every movie he's made since then is like I'll show them, <laughs> like, and then just falls flat. Twelve ain't bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, well, this category proves it went on a 12 ain't bad. Ask Nicolas Cage. So, yeah. thank you. Um, so, so, um, I, yeah, I just can't, I can't get over Cage and Lohan in this group. Although Lohan's weak because uh, we tried to have like a modern, as modern as possible feel. She hasn't really done anything in a little while, but she pops up on shit every now and again. And people like actually want to hear what she has to say. And that's kind of weird, right? Like, I don't know. It is weird. But uh, but yeah, she sorry. So she's anchors a group. There's no way Steve Martin survives a group. We already talked about that. Um, Megan Fox, very untalented, unfortunate. Extremely, that's true. Um, a lot of people have this like an earlier in the interview with my uh, two friends about Oscars. We talked about irrational hatred for uh, people, uh, and my person was Chris Bosh. My friend uh, Laura hates Sandra Bullock for some reason. A lot of people feel that way, I think, about Lena Dunham. I don't think that she's necessarily that untalented. I think she's just a little into herself, and that's what people don't relate to. Uh, so I think that that might, maybe that will, like, pique some people's interest if she makes it to a Final Four. If she makes it to a, if she makes it to a Final Four, I, I would imagine that she'd get a decent amount of votes. Skipping ahead here, did you know you had Howard Stern on this twice? Oh, do I? Where else is he? Group 8. Oh my goodness! All right, so so here's a question: Do we remove him from group? Th- yeah, we can remove him from group three, 
and we can put in Dr. Phil. There we go. There we go. Dunzo. Thank you very much. See, that's why we chop it up, man. I've been using the phrase chop it up a lot, and I'm, I'm really okay with it. I just want people to know that. If you listen to this podcast, you might think the only thing I say is chop it up. I've said it like four times already. Um, anyway, that's why we discuss these things. Uh, and so Dr. Phil will go in. Group five is music. And this group, and I really want to, I wish, you know what? Can you call Tommy right now? Um, Can you three-way call him? I think so, yeah. Call Tommy. I want to know, I want him to explain himself immediately about Beyonce. Okay. Um, While you do that, I will read the um, other nominees. So we have Pitbull, Fergie, Jennifer Lopez, DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber, Lil Pump, who is the uh, Gucci Gang kid. Uh, Cardi B, Ed Sheeran, Chris Martin, lead singer of Coldplay, Katy Perry, Beyonce, The Weeknd, Tyga, Macklemore, Lil Jon, and Rob Zombie. Um, but before anything else happens, we're gonna we're gonna need uh, Thomas to explain himself. And I don't know if he's he's probably in class right now or something like that. All right, so we couldn't get Tommy. That's fine, but he'll eventually be on the show to explain himself. And now I'm gonna put you on the spot, Brian. Why do you do, do you support the Beyonce decision? Okay, good. That's a one-word answer, and we can move on. Um, I am happy. This is going to be, for me, the toughest group. I can. I, I just can't. I don't think I can pick only four. It's like the Gucci Gang Kid, Pitbull, Fergie, Jennifer Lopez. And by the way, Jennifer Lopez, I've said for years, is the most fortunate, untalented person in the history of Earth. And then there's Bieber in this category. There's Katy Perry. There's Chris Martin. There's so many people in here. Uh, so the Beyonce selection almost certainly will not survive into um, a final four uh, of this group or into the final four of the um, tournament. Uh, can you pick just one? Bieber. Yeah. All right. I think so. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, another. Unfortunate. Yeah, oh, dude. Got discovered on YouTube. Yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ, I forgot about that. Um, by Usher, of all people. Ugh. Might have to revoke his card. Um, anybody with Lil in their in their beginning <laughs> of their name really has a good shot to win something. Yeah, okay. Win the group or win the whole thing? <laughs> then, yeah, Lil Pump might win the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. Um, let's go... <laughs> Fucking Lil Pump. Let's go to, uh... Ew, Lil, you're annoying. God, yeah, he sucks so bad. And he has dreads, and he's white. Let's go to uh, group six. Um, this is yet another hotly contested group of... Uh, it's be I know, it's going to be brutal. This is pop culture randoms. That's all I could damn it. Uh, if, Jim Ross, if Jim Ross was calling this tournament, this would be the barn burner. By God! <laughs> um... A quarter of this category is the Kardashian family. Kim, Chloe, Chris, and Kylie. We did not add Kendall, because as far as I can tell, she doesn't cling to the spotlight. Whenever Chris Jenner is on television, she wants it to be about her. Chloe, Kim, and Kylie all have their own e shows. That's why these are the four. Uh Bruce Jenner slash I can't why I don't know why I'm blanking on his lady name now. Um Come on, buddy. Help me out. Jesus. I blanked on it, too. Yeah, I'm terrible. 
uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Whatever. Um, he uh, he and uh, again no uh, we we cover this a lot. Like felt bad talking shit about people uh, from the Oscars because they were like there for a cause, but um, his cause understandable, and I you know support trans rights and all that stuff. I have to be, be qualifying, but he just also does not qualify for this uh, because it doesn't seem like he clings wants to cling to the spotlight in the way that uh, these four do. So he was left out. No, he doesn't. He doesn't for for he doesn't need to be on TV for his, or she doesn't need to be on TV for, right. for her platform. Right. Um, I and and to be honest, I think she's doing you know pretty amazing things for for the transgender community. Plus, she was very talented back in the day. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very talented. Very true. So did not make the list, and some people wanted to put the entire family on here. Rob could have gone on here, I guess, but I don't give a shit about Rob. And we couldn't have had room for the rest of the people who are Amber Rose, Black China, Logan Paul, who I guess is on Vine, because that's a thing. Farrah Abraham, who is, uh, what is she, Octomom? No, she's from uh, she's from uh, Teen Mom. Different mom, sorry about that. Different terrible mom show. Um, and then uh, Daniel Fregoli, who is the Cash Me Outside girl, and she is my runaway favorite for the entire tournament. Uh, Mike, the situation, Sorrentino, Nicole, Snooki, Polizzi, Paris Hilton, Perez Hilton, the fat Jewish, Paul Wahlberg, and Kate Upton. Finish that category. Mm. I like Paul Wahlberg as a dark horse in this category. It's just in the category, not in the whole thing? No, no, no. Okay, all right. Um, no, because he makes a good burger. All right, fair enough. But that's a talent, and then you could argue that he wouldn't shouldn't even be in the thing at all. Well, yeah, but I mean, come on, where would his good burger be without his mm. without his two his good brothers, famous brothers? Indeed, that is true. Um, I've got a like I don't know. I think that this middle block of Amber Rose, Black China, Fair Abraham, and Cash Me Outside Girl. I think that one of them survives into the final four, and I think that. I think more than one of them survives into the final eight, I, but I think the Cash Me Outside girl is just, she's got, like, this tournament was made for her. Logan Paul is the guy that uh, just got bumped from YouTube, right? Did he get bumped from YouTube? I have no idea. Uh, he just, I know that he's, his most of his fame is based on... He filmed a, he filmed a dead body in, like, the... Yeah, that's him. Yes, that's right. Woods or something like that. Yep, that's correct. At least, we, now we know he's really smart. Idiot. Yeah. But <laughs> is that a talent? No, it's not. I don't like think it is. No, it's not. I mean, I don't. And also, getting fired from YouTube, I don't think that's. A <laughs> I mean, no, it's not. But he still has that following. So, like, you know, you just show up on some other. I mean, the medium isn't what matters. You know, I mean, he can be he can be famous still and just be on Facebook. If YouTube didn't exist, do you know what I mean? Yep. So, right. but he is untalented, roundly untalented. Mm. Uh, group seven is yep. politics. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Kim Card, I think Kim Kardashian could give uh, Danielle Fergoli a run for her money, based on name recognition, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, that might be the only way. Like, where do they sell her clothes? Kmart. Like, come on. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they love K's. 
Um, all right, so yeah, I could see that just because everyone knows her name and everyone knows her, um, you know. But don't forget her amazing turn as guest ring announcer at WrestleMania 24. So, um, or was it 25? It does. It literally doesn't matter. We have we have two people that have been in WrestleManias in this category for the record. Uh, yes, that's true. Snooki as well. Yeah, Snooki's so actually been in a match. Um, and won that match. Yep. Right? And I'm pretty sure she did a moonsault. Is that right? She looked half decent doing it. Yeah, unreal. She, she did a, oh, she did a legit, like, handspring uh, rear view, essentially, to the corner on someone who I'm sure. How many packs of Newports do you think she smoked after that match? Who knows, but I feel like I, mean, I want to know how many drinks the person that she pinned had after that match. I'm like, oh, shit, my career's <laughs> over. Um, and by the way, we're overdue for a wrestling podcast. We'll probably, I don't know if you're available Thursday. We should probably do that on Thursday. Okay. All right, cool. All right, let's go to uh, group seven. It's politics and business. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., who literally is only in this category because of his father, so that he should probably win. Uh, Eric Trump, also, he probably won't win. Jared Kushner, Ivanka Trump, Nancy Pelosi, Stacey Dash, who was not in until a few days ago. When she announced her candidacy for Congress, and my reaction was, someone come get her, please. Mark Cuban, Ted Cruz, <laughs> Lindsey Graham, Chuck Schumer, Paul Ryan, Hillary Clinton, George W. Bush, Richard Branson, Warren Buffett, and Jim Cramer. I feel like it's not coming out of that lower half. I feel like it's going to be somewhere within the White House. And uh, I think and I think that I think that Kushner, just because of what he has on his plate, like whenever you see like his list of responsibilities... It's like, yeah, he's done. So I think he's uh I think he's gonna be the one coming out of here, uh if I can only pick one. George, George W could be a dark horse. He could, but uh again, and this luckily this polices are wanting to advance these people, he hasn't done anything in a few years, so or actually at this point, we're talking about ten years or so. So Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's the idea is we try to keep uh for my, for the listeners, we're trying to keep relevancy uh as far as like activity in their field uh is definitely something that helps you advance i would imagine well help is a weird term to say about this but i don't think you won't help advancing but um but yeah i could see kushner anyone that's top four there any of the trumps and kushner i could also see ted cruz coming out here just because he's a douche and i could also see hillary clinton coming out of here just because of her multiple failures not that i'm anti her but yeah you know you could, I could see that happening. Enough people, enough people are. If, I mean, if it's if if the votes put into the people's hands, it's possible. That's true. Well, yeah, if she makes it to the four, it could happen. All right. right. Yeah. You know what? And now, now I'm going to mandate that we'll well because the four that show on Fox was so terrible. I'm going to call the final four of this the four. Okay. All right. So now, so we're going to do that. That is that, that's going to be rule number five, I think, actually. Um. Group eight, final group here of our 128-person fortunate but untalented tournament is TV actors. Um, and for some fucking reason, I have Howard Stern in here again. Wasn't he? Is he? Yeah, this is. Is this the third time? I was just telling you. Okay, yeah. Okay. I thought I was about to say. I thought I erased him from another group. All right, so he's in here, and even though it's actors, but his fame is based on his television uh, simulcast. So we have. Carrot Top, even though 
he isn't necessarily a television star, but we all know about him because of television. Uh, same goes for Jeff Dunham, then Howard Stern, and then we have Courtney Cox, Josh Holloway, who is Sawyer from Lost and also is on a show on USA called The Colony, where he essentially plays Sawyer from Lost. David Schwimmer, Rob Schneider, Schneider Ashton Kutcher, Josh Radner, who is the uh, who is Ted from How I Met Your Mother, Zach Braff, Donnie Wahlberg, Mandy Moore, LL Cool J, as a TV actor, not as a rapper, uh, Matthew Perry, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker, and James Vanderbeek. In this category, the the only thing that the first thing I thought was that Family Guy clip where Peter says that Sarah Jessica Parker looks like a foot. Um, there are there are a hundred people in this category that could advance. It is pretty wide open. Uh, Kutcher comes out to me. Jeff Dunham, I have legendarily hated for quite some time, um, and I would probably limit my picks really? to that. But I could see a lot of people coming out of here. Yeah, I yeah, I just don't. I I just don't like the ventriloquism. Isn't a thing. I'm sorry. It's 2018. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but, dude. Yeah, but the, the the dead terrorist is really funny. Dude, just be a better stand-up. You know what I mean? Just write jokes better. You know what I mean? Or be a sketch comic guy. I just don't like ventriloquism as a whole. I think it's just weird. As evidenced by the fact that he's the only fucking person doing it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I yelled. Maybe that's why he's... I mean, maybe that's why, like, people want to see something different. They give them something different. Oh, whatever. Uh, my... I think I might have a clear-cut winner in this... In this... In this group? Group. Who is it? David Schwimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could the, see that. The amount of hatred that... And this has just been recently brought to my attention, but the amount of hatred that Friends fans have for that man... Yeah. ...is... Through the roof. Yeah, he's very wet blankety in the show if you watch it back. Um, Maybe you could bring this up. Um, Emily is an avid Friends fan. Is she? You can bring this up to her if she guest stars on this podcast. I wouldn't mind going through through this list and trying to find people who are like really, really, really avid fans of some of these individuals and to have them on the show to explain themselves. I think that would be a fun little series. Um, while we, I'll be like, why we included them? Yeah, I'll be like, you, I'll be like, you have two minutes to explain this person's talent. Go, and then just watch them stumble and mumble for like and stutter for thirty minutes. That would be, that'd be pretty awesome. If I found, if I found the world's biggest Shia LaBeouf fan, ugh, come on. The only problem I have with this category, this group, mm. is I don't, I don't think Carrot Top should be in it. Why not? Because you want to talk about relevance. I mean, when was ah. relevant? All right, well, because I am the executor of this group, or of this tournament, we can eliminate him and put someone else in right now. Ice T. Fuck you. <laughs> or I could change my pick from Steve Martin and say Oprah, but I won't do that to you. I would murder your face. I I can't put Ice T. You gotta pick someone else. Someone we have to agree on the person. Just, uh, we need a quorum. There's only two of us here, so we have to. Two of us have to agree. A TV actor. Who do we? I feel like we had people and we didn't put them in because of all this. Dean Kane, one of them. Done. 
Dean Cain still gets still on TV, still on Fox News pretty often. All of his success is based on uh, the Superman show. Mm-hmm. So there we go, Dean Cain, perfect. Right. He should he should belong, but no, because of the rules, he can go in this group even though he's not an actor right now. He can still go in the group because he's still relevant, and he previously all of his success is based on being a TV actor. So, right, he can go in the group. All right, we got. Uh, let me see here. We got two minutes left. Make a pick right now. One pick. One person to win the whole thing. Who is it? Who. You can do it, bud. You can do it. I have faith in you. I think... I, I mean, even though we excluded his father, I think it's going to be Donald Trump Jr. Okay. I mean, for the Trump to win the Trump... For him to win the whole thing, <laughs> because only because his father wasn't in it, that's pretty appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it, it, it works. I think uh, yeah, I think he's my favorite. Okay, I'm gonna stick with the cash me outside girl, uh, Danielle Fergoli. I think that yeah, I'm just gonna stick with her. I'm not gonna try to explain it. There's a hundred people in here that could win this thing, honestly. And they could all win actually, but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with this cash me outside girl. I think she's relevant still somehow. Um, yeah, and it's tough because like yeah, she's like what is she like 13? No, older than that. She's got to be. Not by much, but, like, she's, like, already so terrible. And, like, that just means that, like, she's primed for, like, a lifetime of terrible. You know what I mean? So, you know, she's getting her... She's really getting her terrible legs under her right now, so. Um, Hold on. Nope, oh, yep. We got... Oh, I want to know. Yeah, you're going to look it up? I think she's, like, 15. Tops. Oh, it's... Is it Brigoli or... It's Frigoli, I thought. Or Brissoli or... No. Bresciola, which is an Italian meat. No, it's Brigoli. Doesn't matter. How old is she? She is 14 years old. Yeah. March 26, 2003. That is wow. super unfortunate. Oh my gosh, she was born in 2003? How old do you feel right now? Fucking yeah. A. Yep. Jesus Christ. And she has more money than either of us will ever have. Did you also know that her stage name is bad baby yeah spelled weird yeah b-h-a-b-i-e yeah i mean uh, you don't I'm get my pick. you don't get untalented by having a good stage name you know what i mean so oh man yeah it's she's just terrible all around so like everything so like that's the thing it's like you mentioned anything about her everything about her is just it screams fortunate but untalented yeah i cringe actually and like no one even cares they'll call her cash me outside girl but no one even cares that like when the whole basis of her fame is that she's an awful person. You know what I mean? Like, like no one cares now. People, she has like a fan base. That's a thing. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. No. Nope. Ugh. This is gonna be a fun tournament. It will be. Um, all right, so we'll we're gonna release the list somehow. I think I'll have. I'm trying to have the website up later today, but I don't know if it'll happen today or tomorrow. But the list will be out for perusal, and then we'll discuss. Probably next week we'll come back. And have only 32 of these people left. Um, and we'll take uh, suggestions and votes and all that stuff from the listening public. You can uh, tweet your you know, early round discussion points or whatever at Not That Great Pod. You can find us on 
tw- oh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find uh, Brian. Do you have a Twitter or Instagram? Yep. Where are you at, bud? Um, I think they are both uh, at Braggy3380, actually. Cool. All right. So you can tweet any of us. You can also tweet uh, Tommy or Instagram Tommy Brogan at Tommy underscore Brogan, B R O G A N. Um, and just tell us what you think about the group. Tell us who you think shouldn't have been left out and who you think should be in. Um, and I think next Monday we're going to be talking about the final four for each of these groups. Um, and we'll uh, discuss that then. So, uh, Brian, thanks, buddy. It was good talking to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, man. And we'll see everyone next week. It's so hard just to make grand If we don't know what to say We gon' make it up But are you